the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ira Melman, one of my buddies, joining us from El Paso. He's down on the border. He's live at the border and checking things out and putting an eyeball on it. He is from, of course, FAIR, where I go to when we do uh, keep their uh, feet to the fire every year. And Ira, how are you doing down there? Are you sweating? It's it's pretty warm down here. It's nice to talk <laughs> one legend to another here. <laughs> yeah, we're both legends, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very funny. Hey, what what are you seeing uh, along the border? How bad is it? Is it the crisis everybody uh, uh, talks about, or is it as Democrats say, it ain't no big deal? It's a nothing burger. It, it is a crisis, and if you talk to the people down here who are in law enforcement, both at the federal and at the local level, uh, they will tell you that this is a crisis, and it's largely a crisis that is the result of Congress's refusal to correct problems that are evident to everybody. Uh, the political asylum system is so easily defrauded uh, that you have people coming up making um false claims for political asylum, knowing that the system is so backed up. There's no place to hold people. They're simply letting them go, uh, saying, you know, please come back in, you know, a couple of years for a hearing. Uh, <laughs> there is, yeah, essentially that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the bar for getting into the system is incredibly low. Uh, you have families coming up with children because you have a judge that essentially ruled that children are get-out-of-jail-free cards. The problems are evident to the people who are dealing with this on a daily basis. Uh, you know, the, we spent time with the sheriff of Hudspeth County, which is one county east of here. Uh, he's saying that 90, 95%, 99% of what his department has to deal with are crimes committed by people who are not residents of that county. Uh, it is creating a crime problem. Uh, people are running drugs through there because the border is so wide open. Uh, the Border Patrol has to be pulled away from other sections of the border to deal with the flood of asylum seekers who are uh, defrauding the system. So it, it's just it's kind of like a whack-a-mole. You, you try to go after one area of the border and another one pops right up. And it, this is all the result of Congress's refusal to act in a responsible way to correct problems. Yeah, bottom line, when we say... Congress, that's what we mean. Both parties of Congress have let this get to where it is now. That's absolutely true. The Republicans had full control of Congress for two years. They didn't deal with this problem. Uh, now that the Democrats have control of the House of Representatives and, you know, they're just basically denying that there's a problem, uh, that's even less likely to happen. But the American public needs to have somebody step up there and say, you know, we've got to do what put partisan differences aside. We've got to do what is in the best interest of the country. Uh, but so far, there doesn't seem to be any move in that direction. You know, what is it about this that uh, neither party understands that the American people are basically fit to be tied about this, Ira? I mean, the people we hear from that talk about, every, you know, borders should be wide open and the people who are saying that we should send everybody back, 
are the, the, the ends of the bookcase, all right? The people who basically are center-right, which America is, are saying, get this crap under control. But it's like they don't they think that they're somehow going to get voted out of office if they do get it under control. Well, they're not. I mean, if you look at the recent polls, there was a Gallup poll out last week that said that 41 percent of Republican voters uh, think this is the most important issue. Uh, if you look at the population, the voting population generally, uh, it is still the, t- the leading issue for most Americans. They understand what is at stake here. Uh, even Nancy Pelosi should have some political uh, instincts to tell her this is a good issue. She is speaker today, not because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or Ilan Omar got elected. She is speaker today because a lot of uh, formerly Republican districts got flipped in the last election. And people in those districts believe that we need to secure our borders, that we need to end the asylum abuse. So there should be some political consensus here. And yet you, you have the radical fringes that are driving the agenda. You pointed out, you know, the, on the Democratic side, you have the abolish ice wing. Uh, they seem to be driving the, the Republican, the Democratic Party. Uh, the Republicans can't seem to get their act together. Yeah. All right. So are, are you hearing the stories that I have heard that you have people who cross the border and they look for Border Patrol agents and it's like a, a, a husband and a wife and a kid and they go, hey. You know, we're here, we'd like to get a date so that we can stand in front of a judge. You know, we want to find, we want to live in, a, in America, land of, uh, you know, milk and honey or whatever. Uh, That's, ex- yeah. Is that, is that uh, exactly how it's working? Yeah, that, that's exactly what they're telling us is that, you know, if they don't, if the Border Patrol doesn't find the people, the people find the Border Patrol, uh, you know, except, of course, if they're running drugs. But in the meantime, the Border Patrol agents are all tied up, uh, you know, babysitting families with little children. Uh, they're, they're doing all sorts of things. <clears throat> so you have, on the one hand, you know, the families that are taking advantage of the fact that they know that they're going to be released uh, almost immediately. And then, you know, tying up the resources of the Border Patrol. And then you have the drug dealers taking advantage of the wide open border to do their thing. So, uh, you know, we're, we're getting it on both ends here. And it, again, it is something that can be stopped if Congress were willing to do its job. But there is no indication that they're willing to do their job right now. All right. So you tell us, because this is what I always depend on you to do for me, Ira. Tell us what Congress needs to do. They need to stop the asylum abuse, raise the bar on what constitutes uh, incredible fear. Uh, right now, you can say, you know, I'm a, my, there's violence in my country. Well, you know, there's violence in just about every country. Uh, they need to overrule a single judge who said that if you show up here with children, even if they're your own children, we're not going to be able to hold you as a family unit for more than 20 days, in which case children become get-out-of-jail-free cards. We need to change the uh, a well-intended law to prevent human trafficking, that says any minor who shows up at the border uh, who isn't from Canada or Mexico is going to be treated as a presumptive trafficking victim and given, you know, a full opportunity to tie up our judicial system. So we've got to stop people from using our legal system against us. And that's essentially what's happening right now. Uh, They have paralyzed the legal system. They have flooded the zone. And everybody knows that they're going to be walking in a few days. 
So basically what we've got is a Piven strategy here. If you overload the system, you break the system, and then there is no system. Exactly, and that is what is happening. The system is collapsing under its own weight right here. Uh, Congress knows this. They're not, you know, they're not ignorant. They know it, and they just don't act. Yeah, that, you know, this is crazy. I, I, I was down on the border back during the Bush administration on the King Anvil Ranch in Arizona with the Minutemen at that time. Where are the Minutemen? Are they not helping out the Border Patrol this time around, or did they— they do their their opportunity back in the in uh, the early two thousands and say, what good did it do? Well, you know, the, the, there are these sort of militia groups, uh, but they're not being helpful. Uh, you know, we can't have people running around making arrests uh, who aren't duly empowered law enforcement officers. What they need is more border patrol officers and more support from Congress. Uh, we shouldn't have to rely on citizen groups to do this. Uh, what we need is for our Congress, for our elected representatives to represent our interests. Is it an amazing that the president can meet with Pelosi and Schumer and they can come to an agreement on $2 trillion for infrastructure and they still can't come to an agreement on just a few billion dollars for the border? It is, and that that is infrastructure, and it would save us an awful lot. You know, if we put up that border fence, uh, you know, here in El Paso, there is a border fence, and it works extremely effectively. You go 30 miles east, it is wide open. Uh, we're paying $135 billion a year for uh, services and benefits to illegal aliens and their dependents. We might as well spend that money on a one-time basis and get that wall up there so that we don't have to uh, incur these downstream costs. Can you explain to my listeners, because they hear the story all the time that illegals can't get government assistance when, in fact, they get it all the time. They do. If they have U.S.-born kids, uh, they can get it. Uh, and even if they're not getting direct assistance, you know, the health care, uh, we're not letting people die in the streets. Kids have to get education. Uh, all of those things are cost a lot of money. Uh, most of the government benefits we get don't come in the form of a check with our name on it. It, it is just money that is spent on us uh, out of general revenues. It, it, how much do you have a, a ballpark? How much is that costing our nation? $135 billion a year. So, you know, if we spent the full $25 billion to build the border wall, that's a one-time investment. It's a fraction of what we're paying each year. Uh, to pay the costs of people who are in the country illegally. So after, how long have you been there now? I know that you were going down for maybe a week or whatever. So We've been here uh, just two days. Two days, okay. You've been down there on the border many times. Is it the worst you've ever seen it? It it is. It it is because there, you know, it's not that, uh, you know, the border enforcement people don't want to enforce the law. It's reached a point where they simply can't enforce it because the law has become unenforceable uh, for the reasons we talked about. Amazing. So do you see anything changing anytime soon, or is it just going to be the same old, same old, same old? Well, in the, you know, until Congress is prepared to act, and the only way they're going to act is if the American people force them to, um, we're kind of stuck with the status quo. So we've got to get Congress to to get off the dime and do something. Yeah, we got a, you know, a red state here in Arkansas and you got, um, I'm going to have on Congressman Hill, uh, later on this afternoon and he's firm on the border. And 
Senators Bozeman and Senator Cotton are firm on the border. So is the rest of our congressional delegation. So what does a person from Arkansas do? We can only ask our own elected officials to do things. Sounds to me that uh, there's specific states that need to target their elected officials. Is that the case? Well, that's certainly the case. But look, I mean, you've got to start locally. You're, you know, if your elected officials in Arkansas are doing their job, uh, you know, then they maybe they need to kind of lean on some of their colleagues from elsewhere. Uh, but it's got to start somewhere. Uh, you know, just because Arkansas is a relatively small state doesn't mean you don't have a voice. You just got to, you know, start with where you are and move on from there. Well, I'll make you happy. Can I, I'll get, I'm going to tell you something that should make you smile. You ready? This last last legislative session, our uh, state uh, senators and and state House members, state representatives, passed the Sanctuary City Bill saying no sanctuary cities in Arkansas. That's right. We've been following that, and a great job on their part. And, um, you know, it it just shows you can do things at the local level. Well, and and I agree because it didn't look like it was going to come – uh, come up and i was kind of pushing on it and uh, sure enough it popped up uh, senator stubblefield brought forth the bill and it ran into a few snags and the snags were ironed out and they passed it and because and i yeah. think the big part of it was ira little rock had put uh, forth a hundred and eighty thousand dollars for uh, id cards they had they had uh, dispensed 1,100 ID cards uh, for people, and all it said is, uh, you know, I'm Yehus or something, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's and and that's a danger to all of the people in Little Rock. So uh, that got everybody's attention. Nobody was hearing that. That got everybody's attention. Hey, listen, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, have a taco down there on me because that's good stuff down there. They get great Tex-Mex food down in El Paso. I will. I'll send you the receipt. Okay, you do that. I'll <laughs> see. I'll see you right. in September. You have a good one now. Thanks. Mm, bye bye. All right, Ira Melman from Fair FairUS.org. That's the way you keep up on what's happening on the border. We talk to people that are down there, and they'll give you an eyewitness account of what's going on down there, and then uh, you know Fair US. Dot org is the best organization I've worked with, and I've worked with them for well over 15 years uh, dealing with the illegal problem here in uh, our country. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.